Last time on Colony Confidential. These dogs are, um, can be fun to work with, and they can be extremely distracting. Very frustrating, because sometimes, you know, like you, not me, I always like to work. But sometimes they might be like, I don't feel like working today. In that case, you usually have to take them around the block and let them take a dump or whatever, and wait till, okay, I'm ready to go to work now. They have personalities, and you got to get to know that personality, work with the personality, you know, like other people. You don't like some of their personalities, you like the rest. Some of their personalities good, some not so good. But you got to get to know the dog. And once you get to know the dog, you got a good team going. But you're constantly working with the dog, training, retraining. They say train like you work, work like you train. That's a common model okay. throughout scent detection. So my point is, is that the dogs love their job and then they like to break. And the trainers were telling us, if you work your dog for 10 to 15 minutes, it will tire him out more than running in the backyard for 30 to 45 minutes. He said, now, on the flip side, if you go in the backyard and run the dog for 30 to 45 minutes, it's going to come back in the house and be ready to work like if it didn't run at all. Because the using of its nose and, I guess, brain, but really the working tires them more out than if they're just outside playing. <sighs> I can't stay on task with you, Sheehan. Back to the pet versus the working dog. It is a working dog. Now, when you retire the dog, you can make it a pet. And it's kind of a pet with the handler because the handler is so involved with it. The handler takes it out every time. So just to use Synergy, our new, our new dog, as an example, when he alerts, we don't just feed him. You, have, you know, it's about being hyper and excited and be like, good boy, you're such a good boy. But the dog likes that. And this is what's happening during inspections. So it's funny because me and Issa came up together for about 22 years, and we've been through a lot between business and, and friendship. And when I see him do it, I commented the first couple of times, and we got past it. But it was it's very funny. And he's like, well, you're going to have to do it. I said, yeah, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to be that enthusiastic. And uh, he and I both did the NESDECA test when we were down in Florida. We both passed, and I was in good boy, good boy, good boy, and all that stuff. But you kind of feel a little bit corny when you're doing it, unless you're really into it. But the you dog gets something out of it. You don't feel corny when you're counting the money. Um, no, and it's reinforcement for the dog and reinforcement of good good behavior. And the dog, this is what the dogs like. They like praise and they like to eat. And it knows what its job is. So you you may see people throughout Manhattan carrying dogs in over their shoulder in a bag. And not the rich people that have the dogs in Gucci bags. These people probably have $20 bags, not $20,000 bags that the dogs are in. And the idea behind that is, is every time that's like the dog's cave, let's say, and every time the dog goes in there, he knows it's time to rest. And again, like I said, every time he comes out, he knows it's time to work. And you differentiate between the two with your commands. Our commands are when you're out of the crate to break, you say break. And when we go in to find bed bugs, you tell them, find your bees, find bugs, depending on what your command is. And the dog knows. The thing that humans were like, oh, but that's such a miserable life. The dog loves it. Get out of your head, human being. This is what we're doing. This dog is for scent detection, specifically bed bugs. He loves what he does. Stop trying to fatten him up with steak and this bone and that bone and this and that. And can I give him a treat? Can I pen up? Get the f out of the way and let the dog work. And that's what it is. And anybody in the canine business will tell you that us humans mess it up all the time. And that's why these trainers are great. I do like where we got our new dog from because they basically tell you you're a moron. And I could live with that. I could take that. I like direct speak, not beat around a bush. And I'll give you a perfect example. One of our guys potentially going to be part of the expansion. Used to work with dogs. Hasn't worked with dogs in five or six years. Came with us down to Maryland 
to work with one of our dogs. On his second day, he's speaking to one of the trainers. Obviously, he was in his head about it, concerned. I haven't done this in so long. And the trainer was giving him the, the PC answer, like, you know, just give it some more time today and then train tomorrow. The kid was like, oh, geez, you really didn't help me. And he was like, oh, you want my honest opinion? And he was like, yeah. He's like, just f***ing take the test and shut up. And he passed because his head was clear. He heard that. He went in. The dog knew what he was doing. We had already, but the bottom line was, is he had it in him from when he used to handle dogs. And I told him, it's like riding a bike. And he went in and boom, he was out of his head. He passed. He got his NESDECA certification. Perfect. Scent detection is the same all around. I think everybody would say the same things about it as far as training goes. I just want to touch real quickly on one of the new canine scent detection it's the newest thing that people are doing and it's the rodent dogs and you have two different schools of thought we are currently kicking around the idea of getting rodent dogs at synergy sense we'll use an example in a park you find all of the burrows as the dog goes around and finds the burrows or areas where the rats are let's say you're flagging them and then you're treating them however and look you as a human being you might miss a burrow we personally used the rodent dogs, we used it for a really bad mouse issue in a kitchen that was on like the sub cellar level that we kept having mice in. And the dogs did alert on a door. I have a video of them biting the base of the door. I think I showed you guys. They alerted in a, in a bunch of different areas that we were able to treat. The current fad in canine scent detection is rodent dogs. And there's two trains of would thought. Would you really call it a fag? I certainly would, would you, not call would it a fag. Would you really call it a fad? It's trending. It's new. New trend. It's trend. a new trend. It could be a fad. It might not be. The point is, is that there's two different schools of thought. There's rodent abatement dogs versus rodent detection dogs. So rodent abatement dogs are dogs that come in. It's usually teams of two or more that come in and maybe one dog will flush them out and the other one will kill it. But those dogs are actually killing the Suppress rats. Suppress it. No, no, schmuck. They're killing them. They're taking them and eating them and throwing them on the ground once they're dead. That's killing. There's no suppression. Killing. Okay? That's 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 what canine uh, rodent abatement dogs are. Rodent detection dogs are completely different where they're actually detecting where the rodents are. Could be mice or rats. When it comes to rats... As a pest management professional, maybe you miss a burrow or something like that. Everything is about time. We speak about this in almost every time is money, and it's the one thing you can't get well, enough of. The other thing about these both dogs, the ones that kill and the ones that point out where the rats are, especially with, with the dogs that kill, when you can show you've been on a job and you can show bodies real quickly, people tend to have a lot of confidence in you because no matter how politically correct they are, when a rat shows up on their property, they want it dead. Right, so let me get back to the rodent detection about how that works. You could walk around a huge park, and it'll take you X amount of time, or the dogs can do it in probably half that time. And basically, the dogs find them. You can mark the burrows, and then you could treat them however you want to treat them. So you could use dry ice. You could use the new burrow RX. You could just set up a trapping program if it's on a certain type of property. But whatever it is, you're going to identify all the areas and treat it. We use this in a commercial kitchen on the subcellar level where we were having mouse issues and we were killing a ton of them, but we weren't getting to the root of the problem. The canine alerted on a door. We found, I don't know, over 30 mice in that door. We took the door outside, treated it, and you just saw them running everywhere. We think we killed them all, but they also alerted in another area in the commercial kitchen where we were able to treat properly, flush them out, and we got it under control. Detection, period. If you follow us on the social media, you would have seen the drone article that we posted the other day that touched on the first company that got FAA approval to use drones for pesticide application on crops. Sheen, did you hear about this? Not only did I hear about it, 
I got an email about it, and I played it, and I went, wow, this is cool. So the crop dusters are in trouble is what you're telling me. Well, I don't, I don't really think they're in trouble. I just think that, like with everything else, better living through technology, and this is what happened. Here's the thing. You do need FAA approval, so I think those people that have the crop dusting licenses are just going to have to learn now how to fly a drone, and being that they have their pilot licenses already, it'll be easier for them to do this work than for a pest control operator to go get a pilot license and be approved by FAA. So that'll be interesting to see how it plays out. And another friend of ours in the industry we spoke about earlier, he was using... This is going back two or three years ago. They were using drones for wildlife detection for their traps. When they put traps on people's roofs, they were sending the drones up. They got like a cease and desist letter <laughs> because nobody had a, a pilot's license. You need a pilot's license to do that. They were told, this is in the state of New York. I can't tell you what it is throughout the country. This is obviously a new thing for inspection for us, for all types of home inspections, or even even more than home inspections. You know, how high can a drone go? You can go to the top of the Empire State Building with the drone from the ground level and do a thorough inspection of the exterior. And I think you're going to start to see this a lot in every industry. But in our industry, it's great. Somebody tells you that they see bees around their house, and we all know that it's probably not bees. It's probably yellow jacks or paper wasps or some type of wasp. Instead of getting up on a ladder where you're more at risk from an insurance standpoint, from a health standpoint for your people. Now, instead of buying a $50 ladder or $150 ladder, you're going to buy a drone. And I know everybody's like, oh my God, I don't want to give my workers a drone because they already break everything. But the truth of the matter is you're going to greatly reduce your risk from an insurance standpoint because now you don't have anybody going up on a ladder unless it's to do a treatment. And as you saw, the $18,000 crop duster drone will eventually have that. And you also have bee poles and stuff like that that you can use from the ground to treat accordingly. But the goal is, is you're going to be able to do an inspection. And when a bee flies out or a yellow jacket or whatever it is, flies out at your guy and he jumps back, but he's on a ladder. So he jumps back into the air and falls on the ground. That's not going to happen because it's what's it going to do? It's going to hit, it's going to hit the drone. The drone don't know what's going on. So I think that detection is going to be a wonderfully progressive and new field, and we all need to get into it. And scent detection, like I told you, look for Synergy Scents coming to a town near you. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe and review. Send us anything you want us to know about at colonyconfidential at gmail.com.